The Link Between Climate Change and California's Fires. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. The death toll from the fires in Northern California stood at 40 on Sunday morning. The forecast was for cooler temperatures and less wind, which will allow firefighters to battle the flames. On Saturday, strong winds caused fires to spread to the central Napa area and led to more evacuations, especially in Sonoma County. As these fires have decimated areas such as Santa Rosa, attention is focusing on climate change. Scientific American reports that scientists are increasingly suggesting that global warming has played a role in shaping fire seasons in California and other parts of the world. Rising temperatures make vegetation drier and even an increase in heavy rainfall events may not be enough to counter the arid conditions. And lightning strikes may become more frequent in a warmer atmosphere. One study has shown that for every degree Celsius that temperature rises, the number of lightning strikes could increase more than 10 percent. A warmer climate also increases the amount of time throughout the year the conditions are prime for wildfires. Many scientists are saying that winds such as those fanning the California fires may cause more problems in the future. Eric Holthouse of Grist has noted that models predict more intense Santa Ana wind events. But these possibilities are not certain, and the effects of climate change will not be the same everywhere in the world. The disaster in Puerto Rico since Hurricane Maria struck three weeks ago still affects many. 85% of the residents remain without electricity and half cannot make phone calls. Nearly a third of Puerto Ricans are still without water. CNN reports that officials are pumping water for people to drink from a federally designated Superfund site. The EPA said that the area has been polluted with industrial chemicals that can have serious health effects, including damage to the liver and increasing risks of cancer. One man, when told about the source of the water, wasn't startled and said that it was the only option he had. To make the situation worse, about 10 cases of a bacterial infection called leptospirosis have been reported. The disease is spread through cattle urine and may have caused four deaths. With regard to the overall recovery of Puerto Rico, the governor said the goal is now to restore electricity for half of the island by the middle of next month. In other news of major storms, Hurricane Ophelia is heading for Ireland and the UK and is expected to make landfall Monday, October 16th. However, Ophelia is expected to weaken to what would be called a tropical storm or even a post-tropical cyclone. Still, the Irish examiner notes that it could be the worst storm to hit Ireland in 50 years. Ophelia has already set a record for the strongest hurricane in the eastern Atlantic so late in the year. As the Business Insider notes, it is not uncommon for strong Atlantic storms to hit Europe, although they are more typical in the Caribbean, Gulf Coast, and eastern U.S. A recent study concludes that global warming could result in more storms hitting Europe. The high sea surface temperatures can help storms keep a cyclonic structure as they travel there. Others think the number of storms will go down, but their intensity will increase. 
Disputes between U.S. states over water made headlines last week as the Supreme Court agreed to hear arguments in two cases, one between Florida and Georgia and the other, Texas and New Mexico. Florida sued its neighbor Georgia about four years ago, claiming that the residents of Atlanta and farmers in the southeast part of the state were taking too much water out of the rivers that flow into Florida's Apalachicola Bay. Florida claimed that its seafood industry suffered. But a special master, a type of judge, appointed by the high court to hear Florida's complaints, ruled that Florida had not proven Georgia was causing it harm. In the second case, Texas sued New Mexico over what it claims are increasing water use and groundwater pumping below Elephant Butte Reservoir. The Lone Star State says its neighbor to the west deprives Texas of water apportioned to it under the 1938 Rio Grande Compact. A different special master sided with Texas, and now, in both cases, the Supreme Court will decide which state prevails. And finally, Old Faithful in Yellowstone National Park is one of the nation's most iconic landmarks. Every hour or so, it shoots steam and hot water over 100 feet in the air. And has done so like clockwork, a phenomenon that was first documented by explorers in 1870. Scientists have long known that geysers like Old Faithful form when groundwater heated by volcanic rocks reaches a boiling point and then pushes steam bubbles up to the surface through cracks or vents. But the place where the water simmers between eruptions has remained a mystery until now. Researchers from the University of Utah have been able to map the plumbing beneath the famous geyser using seismic data to reveal fissures and cracks deep in the earth, in the same way that geologists find earthquake faults. The scientists placed over 100 seismometers around the geyser and were able to outline a reservoir more than 600 feet in diameter and capable of holding nearly 80 million gallons of water. Based on the data, they also learned that tremors around the geyser lasted about an hour and only happened after an eruption was over. The tremors were then followed by quiet 30-minute periods when the reservoir refilled. The researchers plan to return to Old Faithful once the park closes this winter when there are fewer footsteps and vehicles that add noise to their data. They also hope to study changes in air temperature that could potentially affect the geyser's pattern. We'll faithfully report their findings and more next time on This Week in Water. This Week in Water is supported by the American Waterworks Association. Water quality experts will present the latest science and research in the field at WQTC in Portland, November 12th through 16th. Learn more at awwa.org forward slash WQTC.